previously on HP Oddcast with Will Silvance. So I see here you did also, you were at the Chris Rock, uh, you worked with Chris Rock, you worked with Jamie Foxx, Daniel Williams, uh, you worked with a lot of these really talented people. That makes you very talented because you know what, uh, in my opinion, you, I got along with that's it. <laughs> I got along, I say, I ain't got to say no more because this is under contract. I'm not a fan of my But how was those experiences for you? I mean, how did you... Well, working with any of those guys is, is an amazing experience and you gain a lot of knowledge. You know, and, and they great people. Most of them are great people to work with. Okay. And they always look out for me. So, like, in situations like that, you you do you do nothing but learn and grow. Right. From those situations, you know, working with yeah, and blessed and I'm blessed that I got to work with those guys. And and once again, your talents pure. I mean, why? Well, first of all, let's let's get into the real. In order to get to that point of view, why did you do t- uh, comedy? Why did you choose comedy? Oh, laughter is like the best thing in life to me. I, I used to always like when I was even like six years old. I just remember laughing like one of the best things in life. And then you know, as I grew up, like I I, I would never I would never get the girls. But then I remember I was telling a joke and the girls were just standing there laughing because they always used to run and stuff. Mm. Oh, heck, I'm Blackie, Blackie. They called me Blackie. <laughs> <laughs> kids, so cool. And, then, and they used to just run. Blackie's so funny. Oh, my God. How funny is Blackie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to ride on the east west side. And I was telling the white kids calling you that, right? Blackie. Yeah. Will opened up his locker. It was like 14 panties with Blackie written in the back. What's this? <laughs> But and, I, and I, I was starting telling the jokes, and they didn't, they didn't run. I'm like, oh, wow. Then when the jokes ran out, they just, okay, we got to go, and they ran. I'm like, oh, we got to keep making right. them laugh. Make and them when you said six years old, where were you when you were six? I don't know. I was just in the house. I just remember playing the jokes. Oh, yeah, I was born in America. Oh, you were? Okay. And you were born in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, East New York, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Kings County Hospital. Okay. Not that I remember that, but my mom kept telling me. Sure, because she was there. <laughs> I think she was there. Yeah, you better be. I mean, that's what I would say. On your birthday, screw you. You better call your mother because all you did was show up. She did most of the work on that day. Yeah. She deserves a party, you know? She's the one that's. I, I didn't want to come out. <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, no. Oh, no, I want to start like that. But it's, 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 it's comfortable in here. No, I got to work on homework or nothing. And, you know you get a Brooklyn answer when they all answer you with, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a, you coming out, mm-hmm. Well, my parents are uh, from Haiti, so they didn't, you know. Oh, they didn't, they didn't have that. No, mm-hmm. They were nice. They were, you uh, know. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to come out. Why do And now, part two of my interview with Will Silvins on HP Oddcast. Are you in the process of writing it, or it's all done? No, I, I finished writing. So yeah, so it's um, me and Brian, this guy named Brian Kennedy. We wrote. Brian wrote Kennedy, this, I know. You know Brian? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we wrote this movie, and um, and then we shot a trailer for it, and then it got like two million hits on YouTube, and I, actually. 
people stole it from my page and they put it up on their page. Get out of here. One guy got like four million hits. Another guy. And how do they steal it? What does he look like you? No, no, no. no. <laughs> they steal the video and they just put it on their page as like yeah. their own. Yeah, you don't mind that though. It's it's good for you or viral. Yeah. 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 At but this you point, yeah. Viral. Even though he's probably making money on you, but in, indirectly it's helping you. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Boxing. The boxing, boxers to me are the most fit athletes on the planet. Man. Yeah, man. They, they, they are. How they do. But I'm not sure you guys ever boxed. But it's, it's, um, it's intense. It's pretty. Yeah. No, believe me. I mean, but, but like you, they you, say, you, you get hit and then you got blocked. You get hit and you got run around. Like you, you get your out. Your arms gotta be up. And your arms gotta constantly be up. When I first started boxing, my arms get slipping down. Boom. Yeah, I'm trying to Boom. smack me all that other shit. Kind of like being married. You know, it was like, keep your arms up. Now they are kick. So you're hitting the face. I'm like, oh, shoot. So you got to kind of kick them by your chin so you can block your body, block your face. So it's a small distance. Yeah, that's what this guy told me once. He said, when you're in boxing, you got to be in shape because fatigue will make a collar out of anybody. Yeah, right. yeah. You get to, when I, when I, you get tired like that, you don't let him be. Let him knock me out. Yeah, when you get tired, you get, you get tired fast. Three minutes, three minutes when I first sparred, three minutes seemed like forever. So you sparred for the for the preparation this role? No, no, or no, no, I, I, you I, I, like I boxed, I boxed, yeah, I boxed because I love the sport. Oh, you do? And it's great exercise. I, I Before or after you lost, the, like the weight, when you got in good, you won? No, I guess it was part of, like I, I started losing weight, I changed my lifestyle, my eating, and I got I started boxing. Okay, all right. But, I got but you. the thing is, but you always a I fan used to of exercise. this before. You were always a fan yeah. of boxing way before. The thing is, I used to exercise before, like lift weights or do the treadmill. And the reason why I think people cannot lose the weight is because they um they they will exercise and gone. So you have to find a physical activity you love to do and just right. do it a lot, whether it's handball or. Yeah. HP masturbates incessantly. Yeah, that's my sport. You see, he's not working. See, I got calluses and everything. See my muscles? See my guns? Only one arm has a gun, the other one's really flabby. HP stars and the masturbator. What do you think of the state of boxing now? I mean, I heard it's a, you know, I'm a big, huge boxing fan. I mean, I love Sugar Ray. I love those really good. Boxing I'm not matches. too good with names, but I love, I love watching the sport. Hitman Hearns, back in the day, that yeah. that's when you got together the whole family and watched yeah. it in the background and put yeah. the TV. Now the state of boxing has just gone to shit. Yeah. Do you think in the same? Sense. Corrupted, uh, yeah. But was it always corrupted? What is it? Uh, what's the other? UFC is now taking over now. Well, they're trying UFC to. UFC is not going to take over. UFC. They're trying. Still, to. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Is is a, is a, a big great sport, but it can't compete with boxing. Boxing. Yeah. I'm old, I'm old school. I like traditional, so I'm a, a boxing fan. Like, I like boxing because I'm, you know, Rocky, Sugar Ray Leonard. Oh. I mean, I, I need I, the movie, Rocky movies. I'm, a, you know, I'm partial to boxing. There's no one like right now that's, that 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 makes boxing exciting except for Mayweather and Pacquiao. But I mean, like, I remember back then was you know like Ali, Frazier. Yeah, uh, those were the times. Sugar Ray, yeah. You got the family together. Even Tyson. Yeah. Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. Tyson brought a lot of fans to boxing. Right. So Huge. Huge. Yeah. And after him, it was a it, it took a dip mm-hmm. until Mayweather came up. But even Mayweather didn't bring it to the red. I would have right. loved Howard Cosell at Mike Tyson's peak. 
This is how it co- yeah. He just bit him. He bit him. You know, you know what? You, you realize Tyson, now not compared to Tyson Ali, but Tyson and Ali, they both went to jail at their peak. And then, you know, right? Like when Tyson, they just, well, Tyson actually, Tyson Ali didn't go to jail. He was just banned. No, he went to jail for... Um, the no, no, for the, 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 the draft. draft. Right, the draft. They, they banned him from... Did he go to jail for a couple? No, no, they, they banned him from, from the boxing like, sport. They, they banned for him. For four years, right. And but Tyson but that, that, was at, that was at his peak, too. Right, right. He right. was only like 27 or 26 when that happened to him, yeah. Yeah, I kept, I kept thinking if, if Mike Tyson, custody of model didn't die, what would Tyson be today? Did Ali go to jail? He was sentenced to five years in jail, but appealed the conviction and never served a day in jail. Right. Yeah. He he lost well, he three plus bad, years right? being inactive during the prime of his right. career. So yeah. So he was. He came back with the Frazier fights. That's when he came back. That's when he brought back boxing, man. Because yeah. that, I mean, at that point, he. That's I remember why I mean, getting he, a haircut back then when I was a kid, and there was, uh, I think it was the one in uh, with Foreman in Africa. And I remember getting a haircut, and everybody was talking about that fight. Yeah, I mean, back then that was. But so you you do a lot of your boxing is your passion, but you said you got into comedy for the, for the obvious for reasons of a guy. No, fuck that. You were doing it for the girls. The girls <laughs> yeah. And then and then you just decided to wind up doing it professionally, or you just kept going, or I I, I never thought I could be a, a comedian because my parents were so strict. They, you know, like go to school, get a job, get a, get a girl, and have some kids, and that was it. And they, you know, doing a, doing comedy was like, oh no, you're not gonna do that. Oh, so really? I, I did it behind my parents' back. Wow, you're doing drugs or something? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but things, I, and then I landed a gig on the Apollo, and then um, my mother, she goes to sleep, you know, on a Saturday. 10 o'clock, right. and she, she's up, she's not watching that. The Apollo came on at 1 o'clock Saturday, 1, 1 a.m. Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And then, then my, my brother like, yo, if mom saw you on TV, I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> what did she say? She said, wow, can you come on? I go to the house, and all her friends are in the living room. And I walk in, and we had the bees, you know, the bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2000. I opened the bees, and I walked in, and everybody stopped talking like, is that the comedian there? <laughs> and they all just started laughing. And I realized, like, as long as you're on TV and making money, they don't, they don't care. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. Wow, I mean, what, you did the Richard Pryor shout out like a cannon? Say again? I mean, you did the Richard Pryor shout out like a cannon, I mean, on TV already? How long were you doing comedy no, that you were TV? Uh, no, it took me uh, about three, four years. Yeah. When did you start? I started like 96. Oh wow! So you were, you were pretty much not even. You were like right after the, the start of the comedy boom, right? Um, at the Def Comedy Jam. Yeah. Was that the comedy boom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, there was a while where they couldn't even find one comedian in the lounge to do shows. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is when back when when Seinfeld was like hanging out at the at the lounge, and they're like, "You come here." You when you got it. when you guys start? Uh, I started in ninety one. Two thousand five. I start. Yeah, I started in. Uh, I started eight years ago. Eight years. Yeah. So, so let me do my math. About you. This is where I put the calculation. Don't look. Uh, <laughs> eight years ago. What's that like? I thought that was the mic. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh. 
I'm no, fine. but the, I I did it for I've been doing it for eight years. But like, like I said, you you did it right when when it was for some reason it was. Tickling. But you know what? When I started, I I never considered myself a comedian. Like I didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like I was not talking about myself. I was not talking about who I am. I was just I just had a bag of jokes, and I, I would have to like write them down, not like word for word, but just write the topics down because I would forget. Whereas now I'm like I mean it's bad, but I don't write my jokes down because I'm just talking about my life experiences and my and my. You know, mm-hmm. do, do you remember any open mics from back then? Maybe I, I recorded. I, 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 I came up with the open, open mic circuit. I came up with the black circuit. Oh, yeah, because you did the whole different world. Mm. The, uh, the, in the matter of fact, in, in the black clubs, they they need comedians, so they'll put you on. Oh, you want to do 10 minutes? On? Whereas a white club, you got a way to do some kind yeah. of comedy system, or you got to sign up online, or mm-hmm. do a dance. In the black, because they'll just put you on. So, yeah, I'm right there. I've been saying, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> they don't have too many now. I mean, as far as I, you know, like they used to have an uptown comedy club, and that's all gone. You know, like, but they still have shows in the Bronx, they all over the place. Uptown Comedy Club was the only black owned or, or, or real black comedy club. Mm-hmm. Well, even though they only did comedy once a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should be like on 12 Avenue. It's all mine. No, it was, no it, it was on Fifth Avenue and um, Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, all right. But they they came from Oh they moved from yeah, from yeah. that spot, yeah. Because yeah. I remember them being in, in on Twelfth Avenue by the McDonald's. Yeah, that's where I got my start too. Yeah. Where they have the uh, cotton club. The, yeah, the yeah, new yeah. cotton club because the old cotton club is not the same. Right. But so it was something did you have to do it? I mean it's it's something that you didn't want to do, you have to do it? I mean they they put me on one night. They had some kind of celebrity basketball game, so all the comedians was gone. Okay. And and I kept going to the comedy workshop. They had the comedy workshops, and so um I used to go to them all the time. And there was no comedians in the house. So the uh, the guy Monterey Ivy, you guys know Monterey Ivy. No, no. And he hosted the show. He said, "Will, you going to the show tonight?" I'm like. I, I probably do this right there in my family. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? I can't. He said, you go, you on tonight. Now, he put me on. And, um... And what did you have then? You had, like, your bag of jokes, a little bit about yourself? Nothing bit, about myself. Nothing? Just a bag of jokes. Just, like, uh... Only thing about myself... Subway I, jokes and all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, only thing I had about myself was about, um... I said, I'm just an old joke. No more ugly girls for me. <laughs> I don't care what they say, but the ugly girl won't leave you. A ugly girl will be there for you. A ugly girl will love you for you all. Forget that. I'm ugly too. Two wrongs will make a right. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. Hey, that was the only thing about Come it. Come on. I mean, but that, that, that's great. I mean, did you, did you sit down at that point? How old were you at that point? Oh, man. I don't know. I never... You never put an H to yourself? Yeah, I never put an H with the time. Um, a long time ago. And when did you when did you make that shift? You started like what would you be like? Oh, I started like taking. I'm gonna start talking about myself. I'm like, more success with it. Oh, that's what I started talking about. How much more? You just kind of shifted your whole act and. I just did one joke about my dad and that kid. I saw one about your dad on the airline with the peanuts. Oh yeah, no, something. I did that joke. I joke. Well, my pray for his dad joke was um, about coming to America. And he, when he gets stopped by immigration, he, he act like he's not Haitian. He's like, uh-huh. no, I'm not Haitian. I've been in America five years all my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I'm like, oh, wow, maybe I should do more jokes about my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's natural that way, you know what I mean? Yeah, because always the, 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 the deprecate. Well, not, about coming right from the heart. 
Yeah, you also, you know, like, we're always looking for stuff to write when you realize your life already written it for you. For yeah, you. So right. you just got to go back and take pieces from it. And right, then you didn't realize it was that funny until you really started Yeah, to yeah exactly. Right. Because probably the, what got you into comedy is what you thought was funny. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you were bringing that simple approach to what makes you funny in 2004. Yeah. I mean, that shifts. So you know what? I'm not going to try to, like... People please everyone and only oh, write jokes about the subway. And come straight from the that, heart. That thought didn't exist, but I guess it, it, now you were thrown the, after with, a while, thrown the lines. Bit bit, yeah. yeah, going to the crowds and doing the shows. You probably just said, "Hey, it just it works." And, and it's probably easier. I just didn't way. think people knew enough about Haitians to to get mm-hmm. Haitian jokes. Yeah, you know, does that make sense? So yeah, wow, yeah. I mean, but then you learn that it's global, right? You know, yeah. you know that you say that. You know that when AIDS came out, they. Is, uh, besides the gay being focused and, and blamed for it, so were the Haitians. Yeah, I know. Reagan, Reagan, matter of fact, I wrote this movie. Yeah. This other I mean, it was like literally Reagan, Reagan, Reagan had stopped letting Haitians in the country because he wow. said they were bringing AIDS in, in the yeah. country. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was yeah. a thing yeah. when the Cubans did. I think the Haitians have AIDS. <laughs> in Miami, when the Cubans came in, they let them in, and when the Haitians would come in, they'd turn them back. Well, well no, well, that, that, that's, that's another thing. I mean, thing. that's political. The, 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 the Cubans, they had this thing called the... Um, Pastor. <laughs> Basically, if you if you're Cuban and you escape, Cuban, you automatically you in the water, and uh, they catch you, they send you back. But you the U.S. You, catches you, they send you back. They send you back. But if you're Cuban and you get on land, you touch the land, they you can stay. Wow. Patience, whether you're in the water or on land, they send you back. <laughs> wow, <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 that's messed up. Yeah, yeah. Right, you gotta go back for it. Wow. Yeah, so, so they, that was a, that was a story where a Cuban and a Haitian, I don't know how they hooked up, but they, they came there and um they landed and the Cubans could stay and the Haitian they sent them back. Oh jeez. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The Cuban kid, what was his name? Oh yeah, Elian Gonzalez. Elian Gonzalez. Yeah. Elian Gonzalez. Yeah. If he was Haitian, forget it. You would have never heard of him. Yeah. It was he was wow. Well, well yeah, he did, but he went back though, right? Welcome to America, but the black guy, you oh, gotta go I'm home. Where he's at now. He's Alien is about yeah. 21 now. Is he 21? Yeah, is a lot he? more than that. And you spell Elia? No, he's in the service. He was 11 years old when he got yeah. in the service, though? I think I saw him with the, he's part of the... Uh, you saw of, him like uh, in person? Yeah, they had like a parade. They showed him a couple of years ago. He's a little communist kid. You know. There he goes. He grew up in... Uh, yeah, he's a soldier. Wait, I remember they actually sent him back. Yeah, because his father was there. Oh. See, that's the reason they had to send him back. On 99. Yeah, he came with his mother, right? Oh, no, his mother, mother died. died. Right. Right, and his stepfather died. And, and then, the, then the, the parents, the family over here tried to take care of him. Right, right. and, and then, then we're like distant cousins. They came in with the SWAT team just to right. get a little king. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking great, wasn't it? The INS also stated in the days... You need a kid or blow your head off. He identified as many as two dozen people were... Prepare to thwart any wow. government operation. Who who the hell uses the word thwart? I mean, come on, you know this bullshit when they put that up. Uh, he returned to Cuba. Elian now lives with his family in Cardenas, where his father Juan Miguel is a waiter at an Italian restaurant. Oh, so you got a great. Cuban in an Italian restaurant in Cuba. <laughs> He's 20. He went from Will and Haitians to only in Cuba. Yeah. Hey, come on. Yeah. Back to Will. Speaking of which, someone just texted me. What you guys doing Tuesday or Wednesday? Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, I don't know. Not, I I got my open mic, but what's up? I, I produce a film festival. 
called NBC Shortcuts. And the right. NBC is sponsored. That's what I'm I started about eight years ago, and um, the whole purpose is to help to get people of color in the, in the industry. Which and is I tell white filmmakers if you want if you want to get in it. Yeah, it used to be called Comedy Shortcuts. Oh, and then um, what happened was we was getting so much submissions by other you know genres. NBC was like, hey, you know, we wanna, we, we wanna, we like these films, but we wanna start another festival on our own. Can we, how can we incorporate this in your festival? So I just dropped comedy, and I just called Shortcuts Festival. Okay. Oh, nice. Right, because there you are promoting it. I mean, you're like NBC, Superman huh? saying, here I am. Well, every year I look for a new way to promote it. If you go to um, my Facebook, you see that right there. Wow. Oh, so what's going on Tuesday, Wednesday? So Tuesday and Wednesday, Tuesday, uh, two things. It's five o'clock. We have a panel discussion. Is to teach you how to pitch, how to network, how to market, how to protect yourself. And we have some great speakers that's going to be on the panel. Um, that's at 5. And then at, at 7 o'clock, the showcase of the short films that we, uh, we've we been scouting. We we got about 1,500 submissions. And and this for the first time this year, we're doing two nights. But we got so many good, good films that we can't do it one night. So we're doing two nights of mm. shorts. Wow, it's so right over. Where's it at, Manhattan? It's on the School of Visual Arts on 23rd oh. Street. Yes. Between the 8th and 9th. Okay. Know. You want to take it right over there? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. time does it begin on Tuesday? The, the show, the film's 7 yeah. o'clock. And then there's a panel afterwards? The panel, no, panel's before, it's 5 o'clock. Oh, sure, sure. You got to do your thing. I yeah. might go over. Screw your old mic. Screw my job. I'm going to kill Mike. Hey, that, that's, that's BS, but I, 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 I got a job to pay for my career here. <laughs> you know? You got to do it. I, you know, my, my job before, I used to build robots. Because I went to school for electronics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I nice. was working at this electronic place. And um, my boss is so cool. He gave me keys to the shop, but I just had to, you know, like, do the work order. So, like, the robot needed a new arm, a new chest plate, a new head. As long as I finished, so I used to come in, like, after my shows, 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock. And, and just get it done and leave. And then I just started cutting my hours less and less. And I just stopped. I just stopped. I quit my nice. job. That's cool. Wow. Man. Did you build like Robocop before you left? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, one of my robots is in uh, Rocky. Was it Rocky 2? Get out. Oh, yeah, no, no. Rocky Rumble, 4. The one Rocky was, 4. That was he, the tray. He gave a cake. He gave a cake. Yes. To, yeah, that's our yeah. robot. Get, get out. out. Yeah. Look at that. That's what a small one. Yeah, shut up. I like this robot. There's a robot. <laughs> give me some Pepsi Cola. And, and the thing is, the robot brought the cake, and they got. focus on the cake and not the robot. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, oh, look at the cake. Like, yeah. Do you guys look see this? Look at this robot. Before you should have wrote, like, your name on, on the robot. Yeah, so, like, right. you could go in, like, so close. Will. I will. You know? I mean, this is before jobs, before any of this fucking technology yeah. that's out there, and you're right. Look at the cake. <laughs> so boxing, your robot was in Rocky. You really are, like, entrenched in the boxing world. Not to go back to that, but... Yeah, well, I, I just love boxing. Yeah. I, I think it's a great sport. It, 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 my, well, my trainers, though, too. Um, I trained with this guy named Steve, Steve Frank, Stephen Frank. Um, he used to be a boxer now. The way, like, you know, you ever, I, I'm not sure you guys ever had trainers, but you got some trainers that think you're good in the military. Yeah. Give, come on, give me 10 more. Give me yeah, 5 yeah, more. Yeah. Hey, that's my own man. I'm trying to be in the So this trainer, he's really good, but he doesn't undertrain you at the same time. He doesn't, like, just let you do your thing. But he also, but he also makes sure you work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Good. And, and that's how he was able to cut me up. And, nice. 
on the next HP podcast part three of my interview with will Silvins. when and when I was looking at your at your bio you also hung out with Patrice O'Neill oh yeah my best friend for like we were roommates for like six years tell us about that I mean, you, you, you wrote enough to, to, to put down something on your website with dedicated to Patrice O'Neill oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was your roommate yeah. um, how did that go I mean how'd you meet him first of all um he, uh, I met him at this club in Boston a long time ago. He was a security guard there. And then later on, I found out that he was doing comedy. And um, and then, what happened? Hammond Keith Robinson came to my apartment. I was living in a duplex apartment in Jersey City. And it was a four-bedroom apartment, and one of the bedrooms was empty. And, um, and Patrice was living way out, like, near Philly. And he was commuting back and forth to, to go to the clubs in Manhattan. And so he was like, he's like, yo, who's staying in this bedroom? I said, yo, nobody. He said, yo, I want to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know how we, we ain't got much money. I, I try to get as much money as I can. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, all right. This is in Brooklyn, you said. Yeah, so okay. he um, so he, he stayed there. And then um, I, mean, I had so many bad roommates too, man. I'm yeah. not sure you guys expect Oh, forget that. it. All I had a couple, yeah. Yeah. Stole from my room. Stole, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had one for thirty years. They're either uh, thirty years. Wow. That <laughs> room. I knew that was coming. And send it the voice papers to Felix at FelixGuerrero.com. dot com. You know I'm trying to do. That's where you go. Yeah, so, um, I, I mean, yeah, so, but Patrice was like, the, the, like, he paid the rent on time, he was clean. Like, those are the two main things I, I care about. Yeah. Clean and pay the rent on time. Right. right. And you can do whatever you want. Right. And, I mean, I have roommates from, like, they'll pay the rent on time, but then they'll, one roommate will take a dump and won't go. Oh. Is there any promotional uh, uh, things you Oh, my film festival. Check out my film festival. Um, eventually, I would like the festival to be, like, a week-long thing. Um, right now we do uh, two days in New York and one day in Los Angeles, and um, it, it, we, we really try to help young, talented uh, writers, actors, and, and filmmakers. Anything? Uh, uh, any stand-up? Any? Any? Uh, Australia coming up in? Austra- uh, I mean, Australia China is coming up in March. I'm doing the Australian the, the, the Melbourne Comedy Festival in March. Uh, China in January. I'm touring with the Wayne Brothers September till December or till whenever. All right. So check us out. 